to see the demon in you doesn't want to come out and play. I can see the demon in you doesn't want to come out and play. Everybody say, fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. Everybody say, fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. What's going down? Welcome back. Oh shit, this nigga hitting the mic and shit. Oh my god. Wow. Sure. Who manages this? <laughs> Welcome back to the Fuck This Shit Podcast. It's your boy Dre back again. I got my boy Xavier Jones back in the building. In the cut like Neos for him, man. How you living? You already know, man. You know I'm living good. And you know we start the podcast the same way every single week. Thank y'all for taking the time out to listen to this motherfucker. We know you got lives. And thank you for making us a part of them lives and all of that sweet, sentimental shit. Uh, It's a link in the show description. It'll take you to all the stuff where you can do all of the things. It's another link underneath there. You know what I'm saying? Where it's a wish list where you can buy me shit if you love me. You know what I'm saying? And then it's another link underneath that motherfucker you know what i'm saying and if you care about black people because we still care about black people that motherfucker been on every episode it's a link to the petition you can still go sign it motherfucker you know what I'm saying? a month away man yeah see what's happening so what's going down exactly you know what i'm saying what what, what you've been working on bro I, I know what's been going on but the people don't everybody don't know tell everybody what's been going down man how's how what's been what's it been like uh stressful man real high pace lately uh so i just separated from well technically separated from the air force i still got like a couple couple more weeks of out processing to do um six years done just film the first comedy special you know, you know the art of joke telling and then uh the united nations uh, uh forum is coming up next month so yeah going up to that thing month. Uh, via via Zoom, I'm going via Zoom. I ain't going to New York. I, I priced that shit out. The tickets, I'm straight. Like a real nigga, bro. Sometimes it be like that. <laughs> let, hey, look, look. Let Keys and them tell it, cause I, cause I, cause you know when I made the comment about everybody having AirPods, you know I got killed, cause you know I'm one of the elites now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Basically. You 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 a part of the one percent of the internet now. You, I'm you, yeah, bro. You, yeah, you. I'm definitely internet one percenter. <laughs> Uh, yeah, bro. I checked out the special. You know, I checked it out. You know what I'm saying? I paid. The, I paid the ten. It was worth mm-hmm. the ten. You know what I'm saying? Ten dollars is not a lot of money. You know what I'm saying, have access to something as many times as you want to have. It's basically like buying something to support somebody. You know what I'm saying? Because they shit fire and you like. That. I don't know. I don't know. It's wild. It's a crazy concept. I know a lot of people don't fuck with it, but uh, this shit was funny, bro. Uh. My nigga not, not big up in himself enough, you know what I'm saying? He put together a comedy show, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't just you, you know what I'm saying? He was headlining, has people open it up for you and shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I have my, my little brother on the show, uh, both of my little brothers, um, uh, and then a couple guys that I met doing in, in the comedy scene out here. One of them, uh, Joel Trinidad, he's like, we worked uh, side by side together in the Air Force, didn't even know we were both comedians the whole time, and just saw each other at open mic one day type shit. Oh, that's fucking that's that's a dope ass story. Who what was the uh, what's the other dudes? What's uh who else was on the show? Uh so 
Uh, Music-wise, I have my brother, Too Wavy, and uh, Love Shy. They performed their first, like, live performance. Um, they dropped a single that day called No Sweat. Uh, host was a guy named No Way Ramirez. He's He's been out here for a couple years doing comedy. I want to say since 2020. Um, he's funny. David, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, say, yeah, you got to see bro live, bro. Bro, hilarious. That was his first time hosting. Uh, David Terrell Green, he's a veteran. He's been, he been on the scene for, I want to say, like, 11 years, he said. And then Joel Trinidad, uh, my coworker, he's been doing it for two. So that's a that was kind of dope. How you had you had one dude in the show who had you could tell, and you could tell that he had been doing comedy for longer. You could tell that he had been doing it for a long time because it was like uh I don't really know how to put it. You could tell that, like, to walk in there and tell jokes to a room that size of people was like literally like asking me to walk in and just like take a ten top full of people. Like, he was like, "Hey, yeah. I'm having a, I'm having a real intimate wedding, and I want you to be a server for ten people." I'd be like, "Oh, yeah, for sure." Like, I show up. That's, you don't even got to tell me shit ahead of time. I'll just come. Like, that was a layup for bro, bro. Like, that's yeah, why I that was a layup. I knew yeah. he was gonna pop it off. You know what I'm saying? Get mm-hmm. the move right, the vibe right. But it was dope because it kind of showed you how even in that setting like everyone is still the same like you still have to be funnier than and if you like you see what i'm saying like yeah it didn't really matter that he was more comfortable than everybody in the room because everybody was still funny yeah so even though when your boy comes on after him and he's way less experienced yeah it's not like uh you know what i'm saying for for me i think his uh and it's something I noticed with myself too, even this day. It's so hard. Like, it's so awkward in the beginning. Like, the first two or three minutes on stage is weird. Cause, like, I don't know. It's kind of like breaking the fourth wall. It's like, you know, you up there. The audience know you up there. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's weird. But, like, I feel like once he got past that and he took a breath and he, you know, really got into it, yeah, he, he wasn't missing. No, nah, he wasn't. No. Nah. And you could, you could, and like you said, like, it just takes a little bit of time to kind of get comfortable in it and kind of like get rolling or whatever. But, but, but he was killing it. You know, you was eating on that thing, bro. You know what I'm saying? love, bro. Love. Yeah. I know you ain't been getting nothing but good, good responses from that thing. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, for, for sure, man. Um, and me, I, I, I watched it a lot before I even dropped it. So, to the point where I can't really watch it no more, but I'm glad that people are like enjoying it. So I'm like over critiquing everything now. I mean, but that's the one thing about this is it's like um, you know, when they when Chris Rock did that did that uh that live special, one of the things people were saying was that uh doing a special live isn't something that people do because for your special, you go back and redo a joke or you could, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, whatever. A lot of times dudes are like retape the whole thing. Uh, in front of several different audiences and then yeah. use the one that that was the smoothest one or sometimes they'll cut, you know what I'm saying, from different ones or whatever and like for it to all have to be from this, you know what I'm saying, like mm-hmm. you you didn't have all this uh, you didn't have the ability to like take that special several times and then piece together the perfect version of that yeah so for it yeah. to still come out and be quality like yeah that's that speaks something 
I appreciate that. Maybe next time we ain't had a we ain't had a production budget for multiple takes, but maybe <laughs> maybe part two. You know what I'm I mean, straight up, straight up though. But I appreciate that though, man. Like, like I think we talked about it, bro. Like, I don't know. It's something about like having a piece of art that's just like mine and not out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, whether you know, like it's just something that'll last to me. So, it means a lot. Straight up. Well, shit, man. I don't gotta. I don't got no no personal shit really cracking, bro. Uh, I just been on my you know parenting shit, working, regular boring ass shit. So, uh, and you know the Lakers and the Warriors play tonight. So I guess we could just yeah. get into the episode. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, dark skin niggas gonna prevail this time. I'm already you know, bro. Which dark skin nigga though is it gonna be LeBron and Draymond? <laughs> Draymond gonna fuck around and get suspended for a game at some point, bro. You know I'm going Warriors though, so you know what I'm saying. It's just gonna I'm, be, and I'm and I'm and I'm going for that for that green eyed assassin. Saying after I, after he got suspended like a couple weeks ago, some I was like, bro, somebody really got to talk to Draymond because now this nigga being a detriment to the team. Draymond will Draymond is, is slapping niggas for point, talking to him, bro. Like Draymond, yeah, Jordan Poole <laughs> yeah. tried to talk to him, bro. That's because it was a light skin nigga. He should got. They should got a dark skin. They gotta get. They gotta get somebody he respects. <laughs> so the other day, uh, it was like, it was like maybe a month or so ago. Keys was was like commenting back and forth with somebody on a podcast, and uh, they was like asking him what it was like, and he was like, he was like, it be on like some political shit or whatever, whatever, da 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 da, da whatever. And I'm reading the comment, I'm like, thinking to myself. First of all, fuck you, because <laughs> let me get let me get my dry ass one play off this nigga. Lie to this nigga, bro. Tell this yeah. motherfucker that this is really just a Joe Button podcast. Like, tell that motherfucker whatever the fuck you need to for him to hit play on this motherfucker one time. He gonna hear you singing on this bitch. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I'm gonna still get my little dry play on Spotify so I can get paid. You know what I'm saying? That's the new rule. Somebody asks you what the podcast about. You just tell them whatever you listen to. Oh, you like true crime? It's a true crime podcast. Niggas be getting murdered on there. Oh God, we got that too. Oh God, we got crime, bro. <laughs> we got. Crime. We got what you need. <laughs> we got what you need, bro. What you got? But we got, we got, we got a uh, uh, rap, got uh, motherfucking news and gossip. Sometimes I got some today on this episode. You know what I'm saying? So we talk about uh all kinds of shit but i would be lying if i was gonna say my nigga was completely wrong like i don't be talking about none of it or whatever so i say all that to say oh that's joe biden announced that he's actually officially running for president in 2024 i was gonna read an article about it but i feel like there's really no point uh first of all i hate the announcement because nigga, we already knew it's like when motherfucker tell you like it's like if i walk up to you in a parking lot with a squeegee and a bucket and i'm like yo can i wash your windows for 20 like i actually like the niggas who just hold the squeegee in the bucket up <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Know like i see you they see me they just be like huh and i could be like nah yeah <laughs> i got you but yeah i think that uh 
I think that everybody knew Joe Biden, uh, Joe Biden was going to run again in 2024. Uh, he running with, with, with Kamala. Everybody says Kamala, but she says Kamala. So I'm going to say that. That's what, that's what I say, but I don't know if that's just the internet. Like, I feel like it's some black shit. I feel like everybody I know that says Kamala is black. Yeah. All right. So, you know, whatever. But uh, I didn't know. I didn't know if he was going to pull a little switcheroo or something in there because I'm I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. I'm gonna get your opinion on this, and I'm I'm gonna give you mine. Yeah. I think that there's one thing that I think Joe Biden and Donald Trump actually have very much in common. On a face to face individual level, I think they both really fuck with black people. Mm. Like I'm not saying like on a like personnel like uh, on like a care about like your family and your well-being i don't think they have that in common mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying but if you think about it if you put donald trump in a room full of black people before he had any power and he was just rich he We're loved them donald trump and they love him back we yeah, yeah yeah a lot of people had to do a lot of like picture erasing and stuff like that because niggas was fucking with Donald Trump. Every rapper had a Donald Trump bar. Everybody had a picture. Yeah, nah, I'm, I'm watching that nigga on WrestleMania 23. You, you you. All right, now check it. When Obama got when Obama finished his his turn his second turn, who was on all the memes? Was it even Obama, or was we not? Flooded with those Joe Biden memes. Mm. You you mean like 2016? You said? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I feel like Joe called more of the strays. Yeah, President Biden. No, not the strays. The funny memes. When they was like, the Joe Biden is basically black memes. Oh, yeah, 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 on me. me. Yeah. (laughs) He was on some OD weird. I I remember the weird memes, like he smelling people's hair and shit. Like, bro, you wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they definitely got he a old man, he a weird old white man. <laughs> he seemed like it he seemed like his heart in the right place though. That bro, that's what I always say about him. You know what I'm saying? Like he he old as hell, but he don't you know, he be he like calls like when he talks to like young boys, he calls them honey. Like you do with girls. Like he's just weird. Like that's like it's not like I like I, I don't know. I don't always jump to I like to fuck kids. That's not really like <laughs> but some people that's their default. Yeah. You see a nigga doing something alone, and they be like, he fuck kids. I'd be like, mm, most people don't. Mm. But I will say I feel like there is a, a large conscious concentration of them niggas in the entertainment slash political realm. I don't know what they it is kids. about them niggas. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but them niggas all like congregate there, it seemed like. Um, because no, if you want to do something like that, getting famous or getting powerful allows you the license to do things. The same reason why, like you know, it's like Bill Cosby, Donald Trump. It's not necessarily a kids thing; it's a deviance thing. Mm. You get all this power and you get all this influence, and then you start feeling like you could do shit nobody would know. Mm. Niggas, that's what I think. It ain't like I did no research. Yeah, nah, nah, that's the 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 intuition, man. I trust it. You know what I'm saying? Sound right. It sound right. Sound right. But yeah, bro. What you 
what you think about the what you think about Joe Biden for 2020? It's gonna be it's basically gonna be either Biden Trump or Biden DeSantis. I was thinking I was thinking more DeSantis. I've been saying his name a lot lately, but I mean I honestly like the first time I ever voted was 2020 just because of the hype around it. But like I think uh I, I'll put it the same way for like um like Malcolm X said in his book when they asked him about the election or whatever, he was like, it's, it's really for, for the cause of black people. I feel like it's more or less the same. You know, ain't nothing really going to change for us, I don't think. I always kind of look at it like... My opinion on that has always been like, I wish we had the luxury of that being true, but what it actually ends up being is that like, to me anyway, small mm-hmm. changes impact us more and even even in a world where and this isn't even my personal belief but even in a world where you didn't believe that joe biden or any democrat would do anything for you like you see what desantis and trump be on like desantis is just trump without the charisma that's that's a fact trump is a likable dude like, people want to act like they wouldn't like Donald Trump if he wasn't a piece of shit, but you would. He's funny as fuck. I'm not going to lie. As a comedian, bro, that man has great timing. Like, like, and it should be off the cuff, too. Like, he'll be, he'll be planning this shit. He didn't, no. go to, he didn't go to fucking, uh, where was he at? Shooting him up. Uh... <laughs> Puerto Rico. He's in Puerto Rico. Shooting them paper towels. Nah, bro, he ain't playing that. That's just off the cuff, bro. Bro, hilarious. He hilarious. But, you know, when you see the shit that the Republicans and the motherfuckers be on, like, I can't... At this point, it's damn near just keep these niggas out. Like, it's almost like... Yeah. I'm just trying to fill up the room so it ain't no room for your ass. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh. And then, you uh, know, as a nigga with student loan debt... My guy talking my language, bro. I ain't even gonna lie to you, bro. I'm like, I see what you're doing, bro. I see, I see where you at with it. My daddy drive, my daddy do uh, got a dump truck. That infrastructure bill they passed. My dad live in Columbus. They got like word on how much money is going to Columbus and how much they gonna do. My daddy talking about nigga. I need three trucks. I don't got yeah. enough trucks. He like it's a lot of money coming this way. I'm like, wow, what my nigga got you getting extra trucks? He got me over here thinking they about to take twenty off a nigga debt. Yeah. And if it don't happen, it's gonna be because I'm bitch ass courts. But anyway, I might get twenty taken off this student loan debt, and I ain't gonna lie. I remember who I remember who cut for me. <laughs> nah, nah, getting getting twenty races is crazy. I guess to me, and maybe I'm an idealist, but like none of these politicians are radical enough for me. You know what I mean? Like for me, Bernie was always my guy. Like ever since, even. Oh, my nigga was in there, and then he was out of there. He'll be back. Phone probably died. It's I'm a I'm not gonna lie to you. If they come back. And what we hear is that his phone died. I'm going to blame that on Apple. Honestly, no matter what he says happened, I'm going to blame that on Apple. Because 
Fuck them. And also, this is a good time to mention, if you listen to this on Apple Podcasts, I need you to listen to this on Spotify. And if you got somebody in your house with a phone, I need you to be like, listen to this on Spotify for a few minutes for a player pimp. What's you know what I'm saying? So I can get these numbers. Welcome back. Yeah, impromptu ad break, my fault. Yes. <laughs> impromptu. Hey, that's basically what it was. That's what went down while you was gone. I came back, you was doing drops. I was like, oh, he already know what it is. Yeah, bro. What's good, bro? You, I'm a fucking professional. You got to adapt, man. I like you. I like you. Oh, God. You were saying these motherfuckers not radical enough for you. You were saying Bernie was your guy. Yeah, yeah. And maybe, like, where I was when I first heard it, because I was, like, 18, 19 when I first started, like, and this was in 2016 when he was yeah. running, I think. And to me, that's, like, the type of, like, actual, like, idea that I wanted. I was like, nah, he trying to shake some shit up. No, uh, when... So, I voted for Bernie. Uh in a primary. So I think that's one of the things too that makes people kind of like disengage a little bit is that because I don't want to say, I don't really even know how to put it. Basically, because motherfuckers don't really think about the full process and not enough people participate in the full process, Mm -hmm. it always feels like you being stuck with, I got to vote for Joe Biden or Donald Trump. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like in a re-election year, it is like that. You know what I'm saying? Like the Democrats not gonna run nobody up against the incumbent unless he don't want it no more. Which, yeah, I was about to say I didn't even know you could do that. You can. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, you can. But the National Convention not gonna put their weight behind you and you're not really gonna be able to get through. It's almost like it's like a social media algorithm, bro. Facebook kind of decide what get pushed through. Yeah. If you got all the all that capital, all that money, all that, you can push it through. Now, here's my thing, right? If this isn't a re-election year, you always got your primaries. Like I didn't vote for Joe Biden in the primaries in 2016. But the person I did vote for in the primaries lost. And then it was up against, you know what I'm saying? And like, to me, that's as close as we gonna get to like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like, my thing is like, what I feel like most people do is, I'm not gonna participate in the whole thing when I feel like if more people participated in that first step, the way it would look at the end would make more people like actually wanna, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, if we didn't end up with, like, we ended up with Joe Biden because the people who vote consistently don't mind the fact that he's old because a lot of them are old. So, like, you kind of get, like, outmatched where it's, like, a guy who's, like, I want to slowly move things to the left versus people who are, like, yeah, I'd like to move things a lot faster. A lot of us feel like, a lot of us fail to realize how many people aren't comfortable with that. Like, people who who align with you closer than they do the people who are completely opposite you. So it's like, as much as you would like to be like, fuck them, you still kind of need them to not, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's, it's like a, it's like a complicated thing. So on re-election years, I just be like, whatever, bro. As long as you ain't just been crashing the car into the fucking side of a mountain, 
I'll ride with you, bro. If Joe Biden, I don't care that Joe Biden's old. And this is crazy. I don't understand nobody who's black who doesn't just like, if you black and you're just a conservative, I get it. Like, I'm, I'm not talking to you right now. But if you are black and you're not a conservative and your thing is Joe Biden is old, cool. If Joe Biden dies, you get Kamala for president. Let me not do that. Like, I'm still not getting Bro. the government checks. Because <laughs> I'm clipping not... it on the Lord. <laughs> Let me not do that. Like, I ain't got two, three more checks still coming. You know what I'm saying? I feel you, though. Know. Yeah. Clipping it. <laughs> no, bro. <laughs> I'm be on the watch list, but you know, that's that's really where I'm at with it. He is old as hell, you know what I'm saying? But I'm not gonna vote for Trump or DeSantis or none of those weird ass niggas ever. So we need a 36 year old president, bro, or somebody who can run like as soon as they're eligible type shit. Because just something to balance this out, bro. Because yeah, I think we need. Go ahead. I always always thought re-elections until really uh, Donnie T. I thought re-election years was layups because I think for the past, what, two, three presidents before that, they was all like two terms. Yeah. Last one I mean, they are layups. The, the fact that Donald Trump lost in a re-election year is just really more evidence of how bad a president he was. Yeah. Yeah, they supposed to be. George Bush got back in <laughs> Bro, they don't like, people don't like change. And I think yeah. everyone knows that. Deep down inside, everyone knows people don't like change. And even if Trump would have just not been terrible and then they would have put Biden versus Trump, it's a lot of people who just wouldn't have voted at all. And he would, and then he would have won because the people who would have stayed home would have been the Biden voters. It would have been me. It would have been you. Yeah. If Trump wasn't that bad, if Trump was like George Bush bad, like, so like George Bush bad is like just going to Puerto Rico and hitting jumpers with the with the toilet tissue because uh, that's basically what George Bush did to Katrina. He was like, "Oh, what yeah. they dying? What color are they?" Uh, it's cool. We'll be there when it dries up. Oh, it ain't gonna dry up. I guess we'll go. I can't get my socks <laughs> wet, bro. Hell, are you talking about? <laughs> Presidential seal on my shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's basically what Trump did. But then Trump did all the other Trump shit. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you know. Whatever. I heard somebody make the case uh, uh, recently, though, and I got to go back myself and do, like, and, and do some comparison, like, uh, but, like, a lot of people said rhetoric-wise, rhetoric he was, like, terrible. Like, he said some crazy shit. But policy-wise, he didn't do much. That uh, really you talking about way. Trump or uh, yeah. Bush? Trump. Uh, that is not that incorrect. The thing about Trump was because of how he is, it kind of made it difficult for him to get anything done because little shit like he don't read. So he'll be trying to do something while all his advisors are like, you can't do it that way. We legally can't do it that way. And he'll be like, we'll just do it that way. Like, like the whole Steve Bannon raising money on a GoFundMe because they were going to build the wall themselves because Congress didn't want to give Trump the money. Yes. Uh... And then they all had to give the money back because as all his advisors tried to tell him, they were like, yo, G, you can't take that money. 
Like you, so the you government the can't take GoFundMe money to build a wall. <laughs> yeah, that's insane. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, bro. And he did a lot of shit like that. So, but but so even with that, for me, it, it's. I don't want to take too long on this, but a lot of the shit that like these motherfuckers on the right will say is like on some national security foreign policy shit. They'll be like, Biden makes us look like pussies to the rest of the world and like all this other stuff, right? But what do you think world leaders think when they're like the leader of your country doesn't read? Uh, yeah, like you bring him the daily presidential briefing and he goes... Yeah, so what are we doing today? And they're like, you read that, and it tells you everything that's going on today. He's like, yeah, but you could just tell me. Now, like, it's important that you read it. They should have got uh, Audible to sponsor that man and just do it all like via audio book briefings. Shout out Audible, be, man. You got to be innovative. Yeah, you do. That's, you got to adapt, bro. That's why we need younger people in these positions, bro. You could have found a way to reach the man. <laughs> I the guy, I'm just, nah, bro. I just, yeah, I, I, I fuck with bro. As a like you said, as a person, I feel like he's probably cool. I'll see that nigga in WrestleMania again. Hell I watch yeah. it after this. Yeah, but then again, then you got to remember that like he did take out a full page article against the. Yeah, that's Central crazy. Park Five. Oh yeah, he did do that shit, and, and that, that was completely yeah, that was, innocent. What was that ninety one? That was early ninety. Something like yeah, that. that. It was a while ago. He was just like, just on a day, just seeing some niggas like they need to really kill him. Like if you could put him in front of a firing squad, you should. He <laughs> was never even like, man, I'm sorry about that, y'all. After I seen y'all, I was like, maybe I should have said that. I was wilding. No, I don't know if you've seen the movie. They were wilded. That's what yeah. they That's, that's what one of those. I don't know if you got any tra- black trauma movies that you can't watch twice, but that's that's one of them. It's up there. Uh, oh, when they see us? Yeah, that shit was bad. I, I didn't finish it. I it seen like bad, the first bro. episode or two, and I was like, I'm good. Yeah, I know how this story play out. They made an Emmett Till movie earlier this year, I think. I'm, bro, I'm not going to watch that, bro. For what? So I can be over here. I look. I don't work with that many white people, but I'm not trying to be looking at my coworkers all crazy and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Over here, like, how do you feel about that bitch dying last week? Huh? Was you happy? Oh, you don't know who I'm talking about. Of course, you don't know who I'm talking about because it don't matter to you standing there on your privileged perch. New iPad can add a guess or what? Did you did you did you post a meme? Did you laugh? Or like did you did you get one off like a tweet, anything when she passed? I didn't because she won, bro. She did. She did. Like it wasn't even like I couldn't even like I if if it was real good, it's not like I went and laugh on it like, oh, I can't laugh at that. I'm too not I'm a distinguished Negro and I do not laugh. <laughs> like <laughs> that's not my vibe, but all I could think anytime I see it was like, y'all are celebrating the bitch getting to 88, bro. She was born before the polio vaccine. 
and she made it to 88, bro. Niggas wasn't making it past five on a pretty consistent basis in her time, and she made it to 88. She did not lose. That's a fact. She was born when they was like making 15 kids and only five of them were surviving. That's crazy. Damn, she could have died on the Oregon Trail. <laughs> the, dust, the dust bowl, bro. She lucky the oxen died and not her. <laughs> anyway, on to some good news, bro. Some good news from the state of Texas. You never believe what I'm about to read. I'm sure that once I read farther, it's going to turn into bad news. But the headline sounds like good news. Texas House passes bill to decriminalize marijuana. The Texas House passed a bill on Thursday that would effectively decriminalize marijuana in Lone Star State. The bill will now await consideration by the Senate. The House vote on HB 218 comes after the House Juro Prudence Committee approved the bill by a unanimous bipartisan vote in March. This is why niggas can't get nothing done. Did you know if you wanted to get something passed, you needed to get something through the Jurisprudence Committee? I didn't even know who them niggas was. Who them niggas is? (laughs) Why we don't get the vote? Why we don't get the vote? Why you ain't holler at your boy? I live in Texas. You ain't even tell me that we was pulling up to the house. Jurisprudence, you know what I'm saying? I know a chick named Prudence, you know what I'm saying? I might even know her, bro. She got married. Now she hyphenated or something like that. You know what I'm saying? I could have pulled up on her and been like, yeah, bro. Me and my niggas, we going to be mad responsible if y'all decriminalize the weed. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. That's all. <laughs> What's the difference? So, uh, decriminalize decriminalize and legalize are different right they're different and even people within the pro Mm. marijuana community disagree on what is best Mm. and i can like without because i don't know every nuance of that there are people who are like nah you just want to decriminalize you don't want anything beyond that once you bring stores into it you bring the taxes and government basically into it and it fucks it all up I mean, like, you definitely don't want wreck. And then some people, like, you do want wreck. And I, so I don't know. Mm. I just know I want that five. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, this phone would be cool. So you ain't got to, not that I engage in these activities, but you know what I'm saying? You ain't got to call a nigga at five and you don't hear back from him till eight. You know what I'm saying? Now you mad. And yeah, no. Got to pull up to some sketch situation, bro. I tell you the most, one of the most sketch situations I ever pulled up to turned into a whole sketch day. <laughs> pulled up on my cousin to get some tree. He like meet me at Popeyes, cause you know, yeah, niggas be like meet me at Popeyes. So I pull up. He's not there. Because, you know, he sells weed. And weed dealers don't never be on time. Right. I'm sitting there for 30 minutes. He pulls up. I get out. And, I mean, I'm probably 18, 19. I'm young, young, bro. He like, you trying to smoke? I'm like, definitely. 
I've I'm I'm very irritated and I need to smoke right now because I've actually been waiting on someone for 45 minutes who told me they'd be here a while ago. No, you wouldn't know anything about that because it's not like it's you or anything. But anyway, so <laughs> the common courtesy though, he had a courtesy to offer. We we sitting there, I'm rolling. He like bet, roll up. Before I can get this burn roll, six, seven people had got in and out of the car. Getting they weed. Then he like, you know, sparked that shit up. I'm like, all right, bet. Niggas is still pulling up. Are they taxing it on the way? Like they sitting down? Some of them. Cause some uh, depending on their comfortability with the situation, <laughs> because some of them motherfuckers is like, yo, you had me and eight other people. You know how to the drive through at Popeyes in the L is, right? Oh, I'm forgetting. Yeah, this is at a Popeyes. No, nah, that's insane. Y'all hot, bro. Y'all hot. <laughs> Y'all hot bro. And and now think about how hot we are because you know the, the drive that we at. And you know Popeyes is slow. So it's like niggas is like trying to pull in and get tree behind the drive through getting stuck behind that line because of the way the parking lot is. So then it's like, bro, like it's two drive throughs running right now. And I'm in one of them. I just want to go home, but I'm so young and I don't even realize that Look, if you a young man listening to my voice right now, you not less than a man, you not gay, you not whatever the fuck you think you are for not letting your homies have you in situations you don't even want to be in. I could have yeah. easily just been like, yo, appreciate you, bro. I holla and I could have got my treat and left. I was with that nigga for hours. <laughs> From there to other places that was even hotter than that. I'm over here like we selling weed. Next thing I know, we selling powder. I'm like, oh, we not just selling weed. Like, no, 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 no. You got me in here. We just like, so you was this hot knowing that weed wasn't the only drugs you had in here? Oh, <sighs> hell. But that yeah. sounds like the plot of a great uh, hood coming of age comedy movie. I ain't gonna lie, fam. You got one. You got one on your hands, bro. I got several. <laughs> I had, had some very suburban hood adjacent coming of age stories. All my friends in the hood, but my mama would rather live paycheck to paycheck in a nicer place than your mama would live. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all over here living in poverty with a little bit of money left over. We ain't doing that shit. We stretching it to the limit. Yeah. <laughs> like, we, we gonna be in whatever the nicest thing this check could afford. Plus $100 from Papa. We in this thing. <laughs> we we are, we are, whatever, however far we could possibly go on the social ladder, we going to the top rung of that motherfucker. We really pretending. We don't belong here. You said suburban hood here. shit. I, suburban hood shit. I feel like, I don't know if you relate, but nigga, I feel like we have such a, a different perspective on the shit. Just like, you know what I'm saying? Like suburban, suburban hood shit. I don't know. I don't know. No, I agree, bro. That's one of the reasons why I did the podcast. I'm like, shit, I feel like I see the world from a really unique perspective. So, you know, up with your boy. Uh, Little Popeye's say, say that. Too. That's where you see it from. 
<laughs> you see the world from the Popeye's backdrop too. That's where you be at. Boy. <laughs> before I knew, before I knew how bad my anxiety is, bro, and I'm wondering why I'm over here like having a whole ass panic attack. That's some that's some real shit though. I had a similar situation about the not letting your homeboy switch you on position. Man, I'm teaming with some niggas. I'm like 18, bro. We pulling up, same type of situation. Niggas like they plan. I'm thinking niggas playing at first, bro. I'm in the back seat. Niggas like, yo, we should rob this man. Not laugh. They like, <laughs> and niggas was like, nah. Hey, niggas was like really contemplating me, bro. I was like, yeah, 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 nah, that's not the move, bro. I ain't with that. I don't even know this man. Like a real nigga. He's like, hey, yo. <laughs> Uh, we not about to rob nobody. Just, I wasn't even here. I leave. I wasn't even here. I don't know what y'all gonna do, bro, nigga. We'll get out the car like I had to pee. Like you know, bro. I'ma just. I, I really thought I niggas was playing. I was like, bro, y'all are hilarious, bro. And the niggas was like, really, like, nah, we can do this. I'm like, oh, yeah, y'all wow. All right, this is say that. Uh, the House is 87 to 57 vote on Thursday. Followed a preliminary approval of the bill from the chamber the day before. HB 218, authored by Democratic Rep Joe Moody, would make possession of up to one ounce of marijuana a Class C misdemeanor, removing the risk of jail time and instead imposing a maximum fine of $500. That's crazy how something progressive in Texas ain't even progressive. They like, okay, okay. You can have an ounce, but if we catch you, we taking it, and you got to pay us more than an ounce is worth five hundred dollars. An ounce right now, about two to two fifty. Just I mean, and that's like really some good shit. Like niggas is getting it really, depending on how dirt you willing to smoke, one to two fifty. Mm. And niggas talking about five hundred for the ticket. That's that's what I mean. Like when I say it's not better than jail. Enough. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. But that, that's kind of like basically some of what I mean when I say not far left enough. Because I think everything progresses. And like, we're all moving left. Because eventually, like, another bill is going to pass where it's legalized. It's like, why don't we just skip all these bullshit steps and go straight there? Because we know that's where we're going. To me, I feel like, you know. I agree. I agree with all that shit, bro. And it, but it's like, so that'd be the frustrating thing about shit like this. Because it's like, they give you shit like this. And then your choices are... and then, this is why I feel like I really understand where people be coming from. I never want to make people feel like I don't even understand why you would be frustrated with the current system. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm still looking at the choice and I'm like, decriminalized or the current system of illegal, like decriminalized. I like, guess yeah, my nigga, like, I mean, yeah. shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. See, I'm, I'm going to think- take it. I think I'm more of a just. They, I think the military bred a radical, bro. I'm just more of a, uh, uh, nah, bro. Tear the whole thing down. Let's start over. Type nigga. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I know it's not feasible though. Mm-mm. The way I always describe that to people is like, if I owned a house and it was fucked up, but I didn't live in it, and you was like, you could just tear the whole thing down and start over. I'll be like, hell yeah. But like, if I didn't have anywhere else to live, like this is the home, and you like, it's pretty fucked up in here. You could just tear it down and restart. I'd be like, all right, well, where I'm gonna live in the meantime? They'd be like, oh, you still gonna have to live here? Yeah. Like, so you mean when this is just dirt, I'm gonna have to get a tent? Ain't gonna be no tent, my brother. You just gonna live right here until the house come back. You just stay here. <laughs> this house been fucked up for four hundred years, bro. Yeah. Like, Who gonna help me rebuild the house? 
Mm-hmm. Whoever's left. <laughs> I'm a, that's a, that's a that's a great analogy. That's a stand-up comedy like stage worthy analogy, bro. I've been trying to tell niggas like every time niggas say some shit that I feel like they can stay on stage. Nah, bro, you could go crazy with that joke. Hey, bro. Well, let let know that I have no aspirations as far as stand-up any further than like the role that Neil Brennan played in Dave Chappelle's career. You know what I'm saying? So if if, if I say something funny and off of that, you want to build a whole routine off that motherfucker, you go ahead. You can bounce ideas off me. We could together make that shit funny than a motherfucker. And then when you go stand in front of people you don't know, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> on some psychopath shit, because who does that? Stands in front of strangers like, what? <laughs> See, let me tell you the way my anxiety is set up. I'm going to do this podcast. <laughs> I thought about doing a live podcast one time until I realized that it would be strangers there. And I was like, Mm-mm, stranger danger. <laughs> I, I've always, and maybe it's just because I know how, maybe it's because of the bad situation I had comedy-wise in law. I've always been more comfortable performing in front of strangers because I don't got to see these niggas no more. Because when lose Facts. or draw, I ain't got to see none of these niggas. You know what I mean? you like, it's over after this, bro. Yeah, as soon as I walk out after this door, bro, I ain't got to see nobody. But yeah, yeah, no, the, the the America House analogy. And I think only the person who created the joke can say it that way. So I probably won't use it, but I think you should. But hey, yeah. hey, I mean, that's real. <laughs> my nigga, really? like, I'm gonna be real. I ain't no Drake ass comedian, bro. I don't got no ghostwriters. If it ain't mine, I can't, <laughs> I can't do it, bro. Like, I don't know if you see it. Like, if a nigga get caught using somebody else's joke, it's damn near over for you. Yeah, yeah, that's different. But it's still the same, though. I feel you. Straight like that. Uh, basically, that bill goes on to say that, like, some bullshit where it's not really whatever. But after this, see, this is this is why that's considered good news in Texas. Because this story is really some way more Texas shit. The Ten Commandments could be in every Texas classroom next fall. <laughs> this month, Texas Senate Republicans passed three bills about religion in schools that have historians feeling a little deja vu. The first, SB 1515, will require public schools to display the Ten Commandments in a conspicuous, 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 because I don't know how to spell conspicuous. I think I that's seen. conspicuous, because conspicuous no. ain't no motherfucking word, honestly. <laughs> to be real. We got to ask Google real quick. Hold up. No, I ain't about to ask Google. <laughs> That ain't even what's about to happen right here, my guy. Me and my brother I, was talking about that shit. Before the internet, nigga, you just had to know shit, bro. That's crazy. Like for bro, Google. Before the internet, you just had to know shit. And that's nah. straight up. Niggas, but niggas, honestly, niggas, bro, niggas, for me really having the nerve to get on here and say conspicuous. <laughs> hey, just edit it out. Throw another ad in there. <laughs> I got an ad for me. I'm Floyd Mayweather, and I've joined Heart Radio for the show. Your stripes movement to support. Hi, okay. I'm Floyd Mayweather, and I'm I'm Floyd I'm Floyd Mayweather, and I've joined Heart Radio for the show. Your stripes movement to support hiring vets. Gotta give myself the Floyd Mayweather treatment, bro. This man can't read. I'm sorry. I gotta get together. <laughs> You ain't right. <laughs> anyway, 
The first, SB 1515, will require public schools to display the Ten Commandments in a conspicuous place <laughs> in classroom. The other, SB 1396, would permit public schools to set aside time for students and staff members to pray or read the Bible or other religious texts. The third, SB 1556, would give employees the right to pray or engage in religious speech while on the job. These bills are on their way to the Texas House for approval. These bills follow Texas's SB 797, which took effect in 2021, which requires schools to display in God We Trust signs. Uh, the school culture wars have been burning hot in the past three years, blah, 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 critical race theory, blah, blah, blah. Just stuff that we already know about other things. Mm. What do you think about, uh, what do you think about the, about SB 1515, the first one? Because for me, I feel like they do these things in bunches for a reason. Because the other two, it's like, whatever. Like, if you, you, uh, I don't care if teachers have time to like take a second to pray in school. I'm cool with that. I don't care if, Students can read whatever their religious texts are in a little time in school. Don't care about that. But 1515, that's that's the one where I feel a way about. But I'll let you lead on this one. What you think? I would be more comfortable with America, like, religifying itself more, I guess. I guess, like, towards Christianity or being a Christian nation, because we're Christian by, by majority. But, like, if, if most of these Christians acted like Christ. None of these niggas do. That's my only thing, bro. Like, niggas is... Like, it, like if people were actually using these Ten Commandments and, you know what I'm saying, the, the text to actually lead better lives and be more compassionate and empathetic people, and that's what we were teaching the children, I'm cool with that. But, nigga, they gonna be like, uh, don't work on Sunday. They gonna tell them all the stupid shit. Nigga, don't be, uh, you know what I'm saying? Don't <laughs> be gay. Yeah, that's bro. what they gonna tell them. <laughs> Gonna have all the dumbass rules. Uh, don't don't uh sleep in the same house with a woman if she on her period. Like, what the fuck book did you find this in? That's really in there though. I bro, listen. My thing about shit like that is, I think it's the precedent. Mm. So I think that how can I put this? I think regardless of like how you practice your version of Christianity, like like as as any individual, right? To understand that there will be people who live religions that are completely antithetical to that that you do. You know what I'm saying? That like you're the villain in a story, right? In a public school setting, you still have uh responsibility to educate that child in the same way right so to bring christianity individually into schools like on his face to say like personally i'm for the like leave all your religions at home you know what i'm saying like if you got a religious belief like i'm i'm with the like set time aside to be able to practice your religion like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you practice Islam, you pray every day at the same time, and that time lies within school, I'm not going to be like, well, you better take that shit home. <laughs> yeah. But I don't think the school should message one way or the other. Because the reason why is, I don't think you should be able to pick which one you're comfortable with. And if you they, say... They snuck it in there, though. I, when you read it, they were like, and other religions, but everybody... Yeah, and, that, and that's why I say in that one, it's cool. Mm -hmm. 
But like the Ten, the Ten Commandments is only one religion. You're not gonna put a copy of the Quran. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And if in Texas, you gotta think. If you go to public school in a neighborhood like some of our areas around here, like uh, Fort Bend County, is super diverse. When I like my daughter's high school, Christianity is not the dominant religion in my daughter's school, mm-hmm. and she goes to a public high school. Yeah. And I think small things like that. I don't. I don't think that they damage the kids from other religions. Like they could just walk the fuck past it. It's not a huge deal. But I know the I know the these people and I know the way that they do things is like one small little step at a time before they start to like take things uh, a little bit too far. And then I'm gonna I'm gonna read you this next story. Because things like this are the reason why you gotta let things like this happen. And this is why I say that I don't really fuck with none of them. Federal judge rules Pennsylvania school district must allow after-school Satan club. A school district in Pennsylvania must allow students to convene at an after-school Satan club, a federal judge ruled on Monday. In a victory for free speech and religious freedom, a federal court has ruled that the Sasson Valley School District must allow after-school Satan club to meet in district facilities. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's where you, that's, that's, that, I guess that's a logical conclusion you would go to. Somebody's going to do it. it. Yeah. And I think that they did, I think that they did it on purpose. I think that I was telling the homie, I actually think that they did this to troll them based on that. Because they're like, you want to keep putting Christianity in schools? Like, then that means that we could put any religion in schools. And that's what this means. I don't know if you remember a while ago, I can't remember what state it was. That they had them people who was trying to put like the Satan goat statue at the Capitol. Mm-hmm. It's like they had Ten Commandments at the Capitol, and they were like, "Oh well, if you put the Satan Ten Commandments in the Capitol, then legally, you kind of have to let us do this mm-hmm. because it's all about mm-hmm. putting everybody on it." But, but like the law cannot put someone above another person, and that's the only reason why I say whenever they do these things, it's like. It bothers me because so much of what they'll say is like, think about like when the NBA put Black Lives Matter on the court. They're like, they need to keep that out of sports. Sports should just be sports. You need to keep that out of sports. You know what I'm saying? The NFL could be like, man, the police should shoot with us niggas. Be like, oh, you need to keep sports pure. Sports should just be sports. You know, I don't, I don't want to have to look at that. I don't want to have to look at that shit while I'm watching football or basketball or think about that or whatever. So, I mean, I don't feel like your kid should, if, if, you don't if you're not a christian you shouldn't have to walk past the ten commandments every day and have that be you don't have to the because then the next thing is okay because you remember when we was in school they used to we used to have to like stop and pray in the beginning of school yeah and they took that out and there's people who are like i I understand if you are a christian you like i feel like part of the reason why society isn't the way it is is because they did things like take prayer out of school like all the kids praying was like whatever whatever that's your belief system i'm not disrespecting that right but that's not the way facts work though i was about to say i you won't disrespect i will i got some jokes for they ass i ain't gonna lie (laughs) 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 i i uh one do you think like satanism has because now that you say that it's kind of like opened up like a thought for me like has it always just been niggas trolling like do you think like, <laughs> I don't think, listen, at least a little bit. 
at least a little bit. It's got to be a motherfucker like, I'm not afraid to go to hell because I don't believe in God. But I know that your ultimate fear is to go to hell because you do. And I could just troll the shit out of you. Like, I could be like, I am hell. I am saying I love him. If I say right saying now. right now, I'd suck his fucking dick because I'm <laughs> gay and I'm fucking satanic. Oh, what? I'll fucking get some fake titties right now. I'll be a fucking transgender. And you know what? I'm going to be a man. I'm going to get some titties and I'm going to tell you to keep calling me a man. And I'm going to get pitchfork tattooed on my fake titties because. <laughs> See, see, you asked me the other day, the last time we talked, why I never fucked with South Park real heavy. That's why, nigga, they had uh, Satan fucking Saddam Hussein in hell. Like, bro, that's insane for a five-year-old to watch. I was like, bro, these niggas on some shit. Bro, satanic. They don't care. They trolling. I think you, you, bro, I never thought about that, bro. You was talking about. You talk about something that'd be funny stand-up series, uh, 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 said nigga. The satanic trolling the whole time is funny, bro. Bro, these niggas been trolling for 2,000 years, bro. They, bro, they <laughs> go off on like all the shit that you would do in front of Christians if you didn't believe in God, like you didn't believe in hell. All the shit we don't do is because we're afraid to go to hell. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, like, so I grew up Christian, uh, like Baptist, going to church every Sunday, and then I like. I became an atheist at like 15, 16. So that's why you see, like, I'll be making all these heaven jokes. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I really don't, you know what I mean? Like, but like, because I ain't, you, you, you like, because like, one of two things is happening. Either none of us is going, or I'm definitely not going. So, <laughs> <laughs> plus, I feel like I should get in on time served because I used to usher in the church. You know what I'm saying? Did you go to black church or white church? Black, Mount Calvary off of, uh, this is off like 11th Street, I want to say, on really? Lee. I mean, you already know. I grew up in white. Yeah, church, I should bro. get into heaven. Did you? You went to uh, yeah, what's your up? Granny's still praying, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Granny getting you in, bro. <laughs> if, my, my granny getting me in. My granny got on God, bro. I'm gonna be like my granny was praying to me until she until that dementia started getting a little heavy and her brain turned into fucking pudding pops. Now she she be forgetting about a nigga sometime, but it, it's still a charger to her mind, not her heart, because but don't. You could charge it to a mind, but I'm gonna tell you how mine not gonna remember you did it. So if you could just plus one, I'm gonna plus one for the for the yeah, yeah. Let me go ahead and slide in here. Let me get a wrist, man. Let me get bro. <laughs> you know me, bro. Stop it. I don't I don't I don't <laughs> I don't put a is a B to the I don't put too many ones in this collection plate for you to act like you don't know me, bro. Oh God, bro! Say I was carrying the collection paid to the back. I never stole a penny, bro. I'm Come honest. On Come on now, will a man rob God? I don't know, but I won't. You know, what <laughs> <what> I, mean? <laughs> I ain't gonna do it. Oh shit! Uh, I'm gonna finish this shit. And a Monday filing issued in, in the U.S. District Court in the Eastern District of Pennsylvania, shared by the ACLU. The judge found that here, although the Satanic Temple Incorporated's objectors may challenge the sanctity of this controversial name organization the sanctity of the first remembrance protections must prevail i mean and that is what it is bro at the end of the day freedom of speech it's it's just ironic to me that the people who live and die on freedom of speech don't believe in it bro i know y'all christian conservatives do not believe in a satanic temple or a satanic after school program being allowed at the school i know you don't yeah 
Yeah, no, nah, and I, I definitely it. fall on the side of you got to leave. The, it's either all or nothing. I like, like if you don't put myself. a Ten Commandments up, nigga, put a Buddha next to that shit. Fat Buddha too. A fat Buddha, fat Buddha, <laughs> and skinny Buddha, bro. They represent different things. I don't really know that. I don't. Don't, <laughs> don't do the TikTok thing. Bro, that's the, I'll say some shit on that's here to amazing. be funny and TikTok could be like, has this nigger ever read a book? And I'll be like, huh. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't <laughs> talking about a book, but whatever. that one about aliens had me dying because nigga was like, bro, did y'all think I came on here like I really met some aliens yesterday? Like, bro. <laughs> Fam said I was spreading misinformation about aliens. I was like, my nigga, I'm on the fence about whether aliens are real or not, but I know <laughs> where you stand. <laughs> No, I know the niggas, bro. Should have verified. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, you lying. I'm just playing. I'm not on the fence. Them niggas exist. <laughs> I think it's too big for them not to. They proved it with math. That's what made me believe in it before I finish this off. They proved it with math. And that's because they were like, bro, I mean, we know that basically based on the distance Earth is from the sun, that's more or less why human life can sustain here. We know for a fact that there are at least this many more stars like the sun in this many other galaxies. There's no chance that you are the only life that exists. Zero. Mm-hmm. We're probably the waviest in the universe, so I can see it. Bro, I feel like as an aggregate, I don't know if that's true. I think our best, like, I don't think nobody's talking with our best. Like, bro, we got like our waviest is yeah. the waviest. Yeah. But we got some motherfuckers who ain't got no wave, bro. <laughs> no drip, no water, no pick your pick your cool acronym, uh, your cool slang term, euphemism for for cool. They ain't got none. Um, bro, I got I got I got I got something for us, bro. I got two things. One thing, it's a game. It's gonna be. I'm like, bro. You ain't got no games on the podcast. I just came up with today, so it don't have a title. You know what I'm saying? But it is fun, and whoever's guest on the show gets to play the motherfucker, so you here for that. Also, yeah. I got this graph that I found, and I just feel like this is going to be an interesting exercise to see what the fuck you think <laughs> some of these answers are. You said a graph? Yeah, I'm about to tell you about this. So, it's a... Find that bitch in my screenshots real quick. Boom, there it go. All right. So this shit say, I, I scrolled across this. It say, Americans overestimate the size of minority groups and underestimate the size of, mo- the size of most majority groups. So like, I'll give you the first one. Uh, they ask people, what percentage of people do you think have a household income over $1 million? People guessed that it was 20%. They guessed that 20% of the population has a household income over a million dollars. The real answer is less than a percent. It's it's 0%. There's not even a full percentage. So, that have a household income of over a million dollars. So you get what's good. So I'm going to ask you the category and you get to guess the percentage. I'm going to tell you how far across of where 
I'll tell you how far you were from what average people guessed and what the real answer was. Good. This in the game. I just found this and I just thought it would be interesting. I've literally been waiting, found this weeks ago. And I was like, the next time I have have you on the podcast, we're gonna pull this shit out. Pause. We cooking. Whoa. We cooking. <laughs> that was insane, bro. Shit. <laughs> You know, you know, I, I dare say that may have been one of those that wouldn't have got acknowledged had you not acknowledged them. <laughs> yeah, no, that was it insane, was a good bro. One, bro. Um, all right, here's the first one. What percentage of people in the U.S. do you think are transgender? I'd say like two. You say two percent. Yeah. What do you think that people? What do you think people guessed? Oh, you know they're taking over, bro. Nigga said, nigga said at least fifteen. People said twenty-one percent. The answer is one percent. You were 1%. extremely close. I'm gonna have to ask them out of order though, because they go like, you. It's too easy to guess if I do them in order. All right. What percentage of people in America do you think are Asian? I say like a smooth. I say eight nine. You got eight percent. What do you think people yeah. guessed? Uh, and this is American wide survey. Like yeah, is it like uh, probably ten fifteen. Motherfuckers guessed twenty nine percent. God damn! <laughs> Niggas think what? First of all. It's so many things that have occurred since I started this podcast that have showed me that people have no understanding of math or science in America. And this is absolutely one of them. They asked people this question and they thought, I think about one in every four people in the country is Asian. I All think right. that that's probably where the, the like the whole, uh, what, what do you call it? The white replacement fear come from because like, i feel like a lot of people don't know that y'all still like 69 percent of the population or and they don't know how big that is yeah, that's huge that's like <clears throat> if you meet 10 people only three of them won't be white in america <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. and we're one of the only countries who basically got some of everything mm-hmm. anyway all right uh you said 25% Asian. That's crazy. That's wild. What percentage of people in America do you think own a gun? I'm, I'm probably way off on this one. Uh, I say at least 50. Because it's more guns than people. You say 50? Yeah. And what do you think people guessed? Probably about 70. And this, you are people. People guessed about 54%. The true answer is 32%. Damn. So they These before. motherfuckers have so many guns, bro. Like the motherfuckers who do have guns. Because yeah. I get what math made you think that. You were like, I know it's more guns than people. So it got to be at least half. It's just, 
So it's thirty four percent of the population with over four hundred million guns. That's crazy. Yeah. Who are y'all niggas getting ready to fight? Everybody. Who's y'all ops? What percentage of people do you think are left-handed? I said third, 33. Your people again. Uh, People guessed 34%. The true answer is 11%. Damn. I know a lot of people. Ain't that many people out here wrong handed. (laughs) Wrong handed. (laughs) Bro, that's 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 an ism, bro. I don't know what ism that is, but you just started the ism, bro. Oh, God. Whatever. (laughs) Been waiting on my moment to other somebody else. <laughs> what happens when the other is still us, brother? Think about what? it. <laughs> <laughs> um, what percentage of people do you think are first generation immigrants? I said like five. You are you're actually under so you you're actually you opposite the trend here. You underguessed. Most people overguessed on this. The true answer is 14%. Most people mm-hmm. guessed 33. That's why the niggas trying to build that wall. They're like, bro, they come in. They come in. <laughs> and bro, the answer is 14% from every country that's not America. Because you know these niggas is like, dang, 14% of the people here. Our first generation Mexicans? <laughs> How is nobody stopping them? How is nobody? This is why we got to build the wall. Joe Biden allowed this to happen. It never happened under Donnie T's watch. That's all I'm saying. Let's do, bro. Let's do, let's do two nah, more. Nah, this shit fun. I ain't going to lie. Let's do, let's do two, three more. What percentage of people do you think are Native American? You from Oklahoma. This is a layup. Yeah, bro. This is like one to less than one. It's 1%. I'll about to say that's a, that's a layup. It's 1%. What do you think these motherfuckers guessed on this one, bro? Oh, I don't know because I can't see anybody being like, it's a lot of Native Americans. Like, but you know I, they can't count. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you. So look, you know the way this works, because they guessed. Because the true answer is one percent. You know they overguessed. Yeah, I'm. A, I'm. A, but that's just me trying to like guess how dumb we are. I guess like what percentage is it? Yeah. Because I want to be cool and be like ten. So I'm gonna say twenty-seven. 10. Ain't no fucking way. <laughs> they think one in every four people they meet. So look, just to be clear. The people who they asked this to at this point right now, okay, look, we got to do black. What percentage of people in America do you think are black? It's like 13. It's 12. You see, dead on. I mean, black, you you black, trick question. It's 12 to 13, depending on what you count them light skinned niggas. Bro. <laughs> I'm dead. It varies. What percentage do you think they guessed? They said at least uh, 35. 41%. 
So the people who they asked this survey to, so far, let's let's add these percentages real quick. We got 29% Asians. Okay. 41% black. So what? Okay. Uh, 70. That's seven. And then 27% Native American. So three percent of the American population is white. Nah, they're gonna say the rest is Samoans knowing them. They're gonna be like or <laughs> Pacific Islanders. Where are the white people? No I am literally people. deceased, bro. <laughs> I feel like like if you're not, and maybe it's because my view is skewed, but I feel like if you're not from Oklahoma, you probably like rarely ever run across Native Americans. That's why the 27% blew me on that. <clears throat> because you remember the whole Dave Chappelle joke about running into the Native American in fucking Walmart talking about I studied yeah. you in high school. You're a hunter-gatherer, right? <laughs> You're a hunter-gatherer. I'm going to keep that. I'm not going to read everything on that because that was fun. I'm going to do that with more people. And I'll remember the ones that me and you already did. So next time we on here, I might pull that motherfucker back out. Pause. Again. <laughs> that's crazy, bro. He ran it back. He doubled down. Yeah, we might. That's what. Maybe that's why I call the segment. Um, Dre pulled something out. Jeffrey, the <laughs> Jeffrey Tubin. <laughs> Jeffrey Tubman is a writer for New York Post. I think it was New York Times. No, New York Times, maybe. He was on a Zoom call during COVID. Accidentally pulled his dick out in front of everybody he works with. They fired him. They were like, we think he did it on accident. But after everybody's seen that, we're just be a little more comfortable if you didn't come in. Is that – I'll be thinking about this all the time, like, as far as ethics goes. like, Because that obviously wasn't his intention. But at, at what point do, do we say fuck your intention? Hey, look, I don't know. Probably a few inches up that shaft. They like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Look, look, look here, bro. But as soon as we see a mushroom tip, we out of this motherfucker, bro. You fired. Nigga saw Vane. Nigga saw Vane and was like, nah, bro, that's unacceptable. Any identifying marker? Like, what's your, what's your co-workers who can pick your dick out of a lineup? You got to lose your job. You got to go, bro. How do we get on this, bro? This is ridiculous. All right. So, this game is going to be where I read you a story and you rate the overreaction of the person or people involved. All right. You can rank it zero to 10. It's important that you can rank it zero. You could be like, this was not an overreaction. Go ahead. Oh, no, no. I'm just, I'm fucking with my lamp over here. Oh, I thought you was raising your hand. I thought I said we're not in class. I'm wondering why my nigga raised his hand right now. But 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 I'm institutionalized, bro. I just got out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the I'm trying to institutionalized. I'm with it. All though. right. So if it's an overreaction, ten. Ten. Ten is the highest level of overreaction. Zero is. It was not an overreaction. It was an appropriate response. I'm giving a negative five. Hell no, they ain't react big enough. What you mean? Exactly. Yeah, hey, bro, I'm with that. You ready? Yep. Mexican man, Mexican man beaten, burned to death 
for stealing broccoli. An impoverished man went into a field to steal a pair of broccoli stalks, was beaten and burned to death by a mob in central Mexico, prosecutors said Thursday. Local police managed to take the man away from the village of San Miguel. Very long Mexican word. I cannot, uh, uh, Spanish word. I cannot say that. Tian Gustinco. I don't even know if they have those those syllables. I don't know if they say that. I don't speak no Spanish. Anyway, but he died later of his injuries. This area is just east of Mexico City. The chief prosecutor for the central state of Puebla vowed Thursday to find and punish those responsible for the killing. A poor person out of necessity went into a field to take a pair of broccolis. And according to the preliminary information I have, that gave rise to them abducting him, beating him, and burning him, said the prosecutor, Gilberto, Gil, Gilberto uh, Higuera. Julio Huerta, the state interior secretary, said an estimated 150 townspeople participated in the brutality. Initial reports suggest that some beat the man with a baseball bat. Others doused him in gasoline. The man was identified only by his first name, uh, Apollonio, in accordance with Mexico's laws protecting the identity of crime suspects and victims. This is truly an act we cannot overlook. We are going to charge all of those who committed this savage act, Higuera said. Mexico has seen such mob attacks with some frequency in the past. In 2019, one of the largest mob killings in recent memory occurred in another village in Puebla when inhabitants killed seven men they accused of kidnapping. Yeah. Rate the overreaction. Zero to ten. Uh, because that what happened in Mexico, I'm going to get a, a nueve. That's a nine. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to do ten. Damn near ten. But whoever it sounds better. That's crazy. I didn't know shit like that still happens though. Like you know how niggas be like, it's gonna be a mob and niggas have pitchforks and shit. I ain't know motherfuckers really still did that shit, bro. That's crazy. Fam, when I read this story, I was like, what in the fuck? <laughs> First of all, the story gets worse. I would I would like to inquire to you this. What gets a 10? Because if this is not a 10, my <laughs> man stole listen. Two stalks of broccoli in America in dollars is not two dollars. It's like a dollar and seventy-two cents for two crowns of broccoli. Yeah. My man stole them fresh off the farm out the dirt in Mexico. Shit is already cheaper. They not paying 172 for two crowns of broccoli off top. So let's say they paying a dollar, whatever that is, in pesos, four million pesos or whatever. Whoa, that was racist. Anyway, we'll just go on past that. Um, they... uh, I just, okay, it gets a 10 just because I know he didn't have his day in court. If he got convicted in fair square, <laughs> that's what they deemed necessary. And that was the punishment? Nigga stole two broccoli. <laughs> hey, bro, you know what? Here on FTS, we try not to uh, judge how other cultures uh, carry out justice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, bro. I'm giving that, bro. They <laughs> doused him in gasoline after they beat a uh, And then 
I was thinking it was like, tell me you thought, how many people did you think it was when I was reading the story, bro? When they were like, oh, a, a, a mob beating, burn this man. How many people did you think was in the mob? I ain't gonna lie. I was thinking some hate crime, like shit that happened to us here type shit. So I was thinking it was probably like two or three people that picked that up. Uh, you was thinking a pickup truck amount yeah. of motherfuckers. Let me say 150? 150! Which I guess in Mexico is a pickup truck full of motherfuckers. No, no! I did it again! No! Nah, that was premeditated. Ain't no way. You knew you was doing that. <laughs> you were setting that joke up. You were setting that joke up. Nigga, that was, that was incredible. I ain't gonna lie to you. Oh, shit. Nah, oh, yeah, bro. Man. I'm gonna give that crazy. Huh? Cause how? Because, like, 150... That's 300 feet, like, if you stomp on the nigga. It's no way. Like, like y'all got to take turns at that point. <laughs> you got to get in line. Like, have a You got to get in line to get yours, bro. Yeah. You have to wait. You have to, like, niggas in line trying to keep themselves hyped up. How you, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you have, like, an encounter with somebody in real life where, like, for whatever reason, you can't solve it right then, but you know you're going to see them again. You're trying to stay that same mad. So you can yep. still come with that same energy. Like, so what you plan on doing? I think I'm gonna elbow this nigga. I ain't gonna lie. I don't know. Hang <laughs> on. On cool, bro. Cause I mean, we all walk past the broccoli every day. I don't steal broccoli. You know what I'm saying? You I think ain't. you think I ain't never needed a couple dollars and didn't steal the broccoli? This bitch motherfucker over here stealing broccolis, bro. He gonna get what he deserved, bro. He stole two broccolis, bro. Also, with the, with that reaction being like that, too, I feel like, and this is my intuition, that couldn't have been what it was, for real. That's the cover story they used. But It's no way really that this is really it. about broccoli. Nah, hell no. Nah, ain't no way. That nigga was a menace, and they needed... Nah, let me not say that. <laughs> I was going to say he was a menace, and they wanted to get him out of here. But, like, the nah, that's crazy. 150 people is wild. Bro, I got to tell you something that hilariously just happened. I'm looking up the video for the next thing that I'm about to to see, to show you. And it's about a bus driver. So I type in the YouTube bus driver. And I just got to read you the titles that pop up. Bus driver drives off with student hanging from door. Bus driver drives off without student. Bus driver yells at student. <laughs> bus driver goes unconscious. Bus driver slams on brakes. Bus driver passes out behind wheel. Bus driver doing eye makeup. But <laughs> I saw that one where the lady passed out and the little kid had to like save the day and shit. Yeah, that was dope. Shout out that man. That's not what we about to talk about though. <laughs> what we on? Oh, you about? I'm about to pull it up right now. <clears throat> no, 150 people is crazy, bro. What did you do? You guys need to be in your seat. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, so this is perfect. I'm going to read you the story and then show you the video. But oh, I can change the layout from here. Too. Oh, no, I can't. Just kidding. All right, we back. Mm-mm-mm. School bus driver faces 30 child abuse charges for after seeing Breaking Hard in video. 
A Colorado school bus driver faces 30 counts of child abuse after he braked hard in an apparent attempt to teach students on the bus a lesson. Brian Fitzgerald, 61, had recently started driving for the Douglas County School District when the incident occurred on the afternoon of March 1st. In a camera footage from inside the bus released by the school district, the driver can be heard telling the students uh, to be in their seats before saying, you guys see how dangerous that is? The, the students are then seen being thrown against the seats in front after the driver appeared to abruptly hit the brakes while driving around nine miles per hour. Did you get that? The driver then says, that's why you need to be in your seat. Turn around and sit down properly. The surprised students can be heard saying, why would he do that? Each of them asking each other if they're okay. One student can be seen taking out a cell phone and calling someone to report what happened, saying the bus driver hit the brakes and somebody got hurt so badly and it's like bleeding on the cheek. Later, the bus driver video captures the driver telling a parent that he is a substitute bus driver and that he's trying to get them in their seats. I was coming to a stop and I hit the uh, brakes hard because they weren't they weren't listening. So I'm sorry she got hurt, he said. A misdemeanor complaint. Huh? He said, my fault, player. My, my bad. bad. A misdemeanor complaint was filed against Fitzgerald on April 12th. That includes 29 charges of child abuse with no injury and one count of child mm. abuse with bodily injuries. Online court records show mm. he's scheduled to make his first appearance on May 12th. Fitzgerald declined to make an apology, but he issued a statement. I am sincerely sorry for my choice of actions today and my efforts of training students. <laughs> I am 100% responsible for my actions in trying to both educate and control students on the bus. Being a new driver, I did not make the best decision. And if I were able to redo what I think, if I were able to redo what I did, I would rethink my decisions. Uh, you can't give your reaction just yet. Oh, you bad, gotta bad. See the video. oh, it's a video. Oh, it's shit. a video. It's a yeah, we got we got the footage. Hi. You guys need to be in your seat. You guys want to see how dangerous that is? Do you get that? That's why you need to be in your seat. Turn around and sit down properly. If you guys can't do that, you will get written up. Do you get that? You guys need to be in your seat. All right. Now you got all the information. Uh, so yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna get I want a seven point five eight of reaction. The kids are sitting down. Uh, but I can I can rationalize it because I know where it comes from. Because I think we've all had a parent or an auntie or uncle do some shit like, all right, y'all sit down. I'm finna, you know what I'm saying? Bro, listen, I rarely come with this. The kids are soft now. Shit. But that's the softest shit I'd have ever seen come from some kids, bro. Like, like really, like to be like kids to be up flying and shit. It wasn't, it wasn't like that. Fam, did you ride the bus growing up? Yeah. You I gonna, feel you like gonna, them bumps on uh fifty second gonna do you worse than that. Them, bro. They said the bus driver was going nine miles an hour. Hit the kids with a little brake check. One of them cut their face. 
I'm gonna be real with you, bro. If I came home with a cut on my face and my mama said what happened, and I said I fell and cut my face on the bus, or the bus driver hit the brakes and I hit my face and I cut my face on the bus, you know what my mama would have said? Why you wasn't sitting down? Why wasn't you sitting down? What was you doing that you? Because if you were sitting down, you'd have been fine. But you wasn't, was you? You was up being bad with your little badass friend. I'd have fucked around and got in trouble, bro. And I don't even have, uh, I say this all the time, bro. I don't have like a super old school, super wild, abusive, super crazy mom. That's not my mom. I would have, it's like telling, bro. If anyone was going to get in trouble that day, it was going to be me, not Mr. Wilson. How the fuck I'm injured? Nah, nah, that's real shit, though. Like, like you, I, I don't know. I guess it, it for me, having like a similar type mom, it made it always made me look at like situations like, okay, what did I do first? Like, how did we get here? How could I have prevented this? As opposed to, you know, being like, I don't know, this point. But yeah, no, nah, I was expecting my kids to like, not like I wanted to see that shit, like kids like being on some pinball shit, but I thought it was going to be harder than that. I ain't going to lie. Bro. 30 counts of child abuse, bro. That gets, wow. I'm gonna tell you, yeah, you said 7.5, bro. We get it, get a good eight, nine from your boy. I ain't gonna lie, that get me. I that's almost, bro. You might as well just beat them up and burn them up. Fuck it, just, just shit. This is worse than the broccoli. To me, it's not to real. Me, though, uh, that's it at that intent, like we were talking about earlier, because it could have went real, real bad. Like, had one of them kids really been like somewhere. And that they shouldn't have been or something. That's all. That's the only reason I'm like, okay, I can justify it a little bit, bro. I feel it. But we was worse. We was worse on the bus, though. I feel like we was fine. I don't know, bro. Our bus driver was on, worse. Niggas used bro. to get beat up. Niggas used to get robbed on the bus. Get bro, <laughs> we used to get. I don't get. I don't been cussed out by bus drivers, bro. I don't have bus drivers get on that microphone and basically tell us all to eat dicks, bro. Like. Oh, like, not literally, bro. We didn't have bus drivers leave us, bro. How many times have you had a bus driver? I think it's worse when a bus driver see you and then keep hitting the gas on your ass. (laughs) He chunked the deuces up. Bro, peace. Nah, these niggas soft. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, you right. Cotton balls. Cupcake. Nah, bro. Yeah, yeah, you could get beat up before you got on the bus, on the bus, after you got off the bus. Yeah, nah. Bro, niggas was gonna get beat up. All right, bro. I got a, I got another, uh, got another segment, bro. Bet that. Social media got these motherfuckers getting fucked up, bro. I got everything. You know what I'm saying? I was looking at my stories. I said, I got a lot of social media shit right now, bro. Momfluencer found guilty. Momfluencer, I didn't even know about that term. So I'm, I'm assuming she a mom who's a TikTok influencer because they match the words. I That's context clues. I'm a fucking genius. That word for me sounds so cringy. Like influencer oh. itself. I hate that shit. I ain't gonna lie. I don't hate it, but I don't love it. I don't, have no, I don't have no attachment to the motherfucker. If that motherfucker could go away forever and I sleep like a baby. I mean, she said mom influencer. She's wild. She 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 thought she was eating with that one. 
Hell yeah. She thought she was eating with this idea she had too, apparently. We about to read this. Monfluencer found guilty after falsely accusing couple of attempted kidnapping. It was a kidnapping that never happened. Kathleen Sorison, a mother of two and social media influencer, was found guilty last week of knowingly filing a false police report, which a false police report in which she falsely accused a California couple of attempting to kidnap her children in a store. This verdict will enable us to hold Ms. Thorson accountable for her crime, while at the same time helping to exonerate the couple that was falsely accused of having attempted to kidnap two young children, Sonoma County District Attorney Carla Rodriguez said in a press statement, uh, adding that the case also illustrates the importance of using social media responsibly. The 31-year-old influencer filed a report with the Pentaluma Police Department in December 2020 that falsely stated a couple tried to kidnap her children in a parking lot. Sorsen also published a video of herself recounting the incident on her Instagram page. I was waiting. I knew it. I knew it. Knew what? I knew she. I knew that she made the story up and went right to social media with it. Momfluencer getting on there talking about, oh, I hope we can find a boy if they they better have a link to the video i need it you're not gonna you're not gonna hear me when i say this because i've been saying this shit for a long time but nigga, this is jesse smollett's fault bro like (laughs) 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 that nigga did this he is the reason (laughs) juicy smoulier bro juicy smoulier bro this is hey listen you you affirming your belief that (laughs) there is a ripple effect through the Jesse Smollett that is being felt to this day. You on record. Oh, yeah. It's seismic, bro. Like, <laughs> size, bro. Oh. Uh, later, she repeated the account to the local news program. She went on a news. Monday of this week, my children were targets of an attempted kidnap. I wanted to share this story with you in an effort to raise awareness as to what signs to look for and just to encourage parents to be more aware of their surroundings. The video source and posted on social media went viral and has since been viewed more than 4 million times. The couple, Eddie, uh, Sadie and Eddie Martinez, came forward to publicly deny Sorison's account. Prosecutors say they determined that Sorison lied about the kidnapping attempt after speaking with the Martinez couple and looking at store security footage. Sorison eventually acknowledged there was no kidnapping attempt, but her attorney argued that she did not intentionally lie to the police. My client testified under oath at the trial and maintains there was no kidnapping on December 7th. Good morning. He told Good Morning America she misperceived and misunderstood a series of random events which were occurring around her and made an honest report to the police on December 7th. Uh, she faces a maximum sentence of six months in jail. Her sentence date has yet to be set. Uh, she's no longer active on social media. Her lawyer told Good Morning America, I don't think she had any understanding of how this would spread and the impact it would cause. Who am I judging right now? The six months that she, she might be getting? Oh, well, the game is over. We just whole oh, last that, talking that, that. about this bitch now. <laughs> you so all right, but so so when it comes to situations like this, I I I uh I get like the 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 need or like the desire to like punish those people who lie about shit like this. Yeah. Not specifically this situation, but like most of the time, like just like in general. So yeah, yeah, yeah. 
or like like any like hate crime or anything. But like I uh the reason I said sexual assault is because like a lot of people when these are brought up and they're like, What about when women lie on men? Shouldn't women go to jail or something like that? And I'm like, I get why you say that, but like it's also already enough incentives not to come forward that adding another one is just gonna make this problem way worse for everybody. Yeah. <clears throat> now you saying I can go to jail too? Like not only like will I not get justice in that third, but shit, I might go to jail because I can't prove some shit. So you think, but you you don't think she lied? But she lied though. I just mean like, in, the, in the sense that like it's way more it's way more women telling the truth. I think statistically than lying. I agree with so in the sexual assault case, I one I actually one hundred percent agree with you. Like I disagree with any laws that are in place that like discourage women from coming forward with that. Like they being able to use your DNA from a rape kit to see if you did a crime. Like there's a lot of crazy shit that they could do. Mm -hmm. That's wild. But in this instance, all I see in this is social media getting somebody fucked up. Oh, that's just Jesse. That's that's just the Jesse one-on-one right there. Yeah. She let social media player, bro. She wanted to be famous on social media so bad. But when you think about the other people, the the false kidnapping thing, I think that that probably happens more in domestic situations. Mm, like like that probably happens more when a man or a woman accuses the other parent of kidnapping and that wasn't what happened. Mm -hmm. But I do feel what you're saying on the legal part because I don't know though. But so, okay, let me ask you this. You feel like she shouldn't face legal, like criminal proceedings, but the 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 people who she uh, accused, maybe like they should be able to pursue her civilly. Like, uh, I mean, I'm she not. She at I'm least owed them some money, bro. Yeah. Like she whole ass called them people kid child kidnappers for social media clout. Mm. Yeah, I'm not. No, no, no. I'm not saying like she doesn't deserve like shit. Give her six months and a fine or whatever you want to do with it. I just mean like I, I just kind of like wanted to use that to like stand on my soapbox because I feel like oh her when when it is like one of those situations about women niggas always use it to be like yeah you know these hoes be lying and da 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 you know what I'm saying I'm like yeah nah I respect yeah. that but nah shit lock her ass up I don't care he said <laughs> but this <laughs> <laughs> but but I think the, the way you read it and the way they set up there she does have a nice not a nice defense but I could see it working. Cause now all she got to do is like set up, set the scene. Like it felt like a rob, it felt like a kidnapping. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, it it definitely did. I just want to find the TikTok of this. My bad, G. I'm trying to uh to find the video of this next story. I'm about to read you. Cause all these stories is I, I might that's might be what I call it. Don't let social media get you fucked up because that's all that all these people. This cloud, bro, this internet cloud will get a lot of niggas hurt. So bro, it, this internet, it's getting a lot of niggas hurt, bro. All right, let's see. Does it have the girl's name? Yep. She got a crazy name. Side note, did you watch the King Von serial killer uh, uh, documentary? Bro, I did not watch it yet. <laughs> yeah, I seen the two I, was like, 
I've been asleep two hours, bro. That nigga Vaughn still killing me. <laughs> bro, that man is a serial killer. I came to you with a legitimate question. Republicans have taken. Yo, shut up. Shut up. I came to you with a, legi with a legitimate shut question. Up. Shut up. My bad. I got the sound. I got the sound on this motherfucker. I'm trying to pull up this. Because you got to see her shit, bro. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't want somebody else's commentary on what this motherfucker did. I want to see it. the original. That's, that's another thing, too, bro. I feel like it's so, like, like, the ratio of like original content being created now to just like reactions on the internet is like way off. Like I'm seeing more reactions to shit than actual new shit, you know. Straight up, bro. I mean, you know, while we on a podcast reacting to shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, I think, it's a, I, think it's a, <laughs> I know, I know, I'm just talking shit. I, I know it's exactly. A, it's a, yeah, bro. I think niggas that just be on here like, like you know, the motherfuckers that be on TikTok that just do wet a video and just sit there, mm, bro. While the other nigga cooking, they be like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you not doing shit, bro. You ain't. Bro, you gotta get 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 out my algorithm, nigga. Bye. <laughs> How did you get here? Uh, um. All right. A TikToker believes she was unfairly fired from Gucci after flaunting the lavish store uniform she was gifted, but the viewers say she fumbled the bag. Literally. After landing a job as a sales associate at Gucci Los Angeles-based, Melanie Morandi showed off on TikTok the lavish uniform, including several designer pieces and leather goods. The luxury bland bestows uh new retail employees Randy's april 4th unboxing video aptly set to the song gucci gang by Lil pump side note has anybody ever been as right as somebody as j cole was about Lil pump yeah that's crazy that that's crazy <clears throat> i remember uh listening because he was hot then too it wasn't like Lil pump was already on like that was like when gucci gang was yeah he was flaming hot when cole made that song bro no that nigga damn near prophetic Bro. And it's not just him. A bunch of them little niggas fell off. Yeah, bro, because he said, and he basically said it. He was like, and it's not just you. It's all y'all. Y'all riding the wave. Uh, but her video amassed 9.4 million views. In it, Mirandy Hall, two giant shopping bags filled with blouses, trousers, blazers, a bag, a belt, socks, two pairs of shoes. Should I just keep the bag and go? She captured the video. Um, all new employees are given the same items, she told Insider. Though the men's attire differs slightly, the staffers accumulate more pieces the longer they're employed. Uh, however, the thrill of the haul was short lived. 11 days later, the creator shared that she was fired for her viral TikTok and had to give it all back. Maybe read the social media guidelines when you get hired, or don't because I hated the job anyway. She wrote her follow up video. The saga has gone wildly viral. Morandi told the insider that she's glad it stirred debate about the standards and conditions that we're accepting at work and not being so willing to sacrifice our mental health, our well-being, our freedom of expression for the sake of a job. 
but the commenters seem to be taking Gucci's side in the ordeal with many saying she sabotaged her new job in the name of TikTok views. I'll show you the video. That makes that blouses, trousers. Uh. <laughs> oh. Uh, uh. My big love do cocaine. I fuck a bitch. We're going to turn the sound off because Spotify ain't about to turn my money off because we play Gucci game. Yeah, how much time is it? Like, how much time has to be played before they copyright you? Who knows? We're not even gonna find out today. <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> playing them games. Yeah, bro, y'all ain't got the video. You can't see, but she pulling out all kinds of shit, bro. It's fucking sneakers, socks, loafers. That shit fly. But I think what? Say what? I said that shit fly. I ain't gonna lie. It's look. She hit him with the eh, basic. I feel like if she does this video and she compliments everything, there's no negative on it. I don't feel like she gets fired. Yeah, I'm trying to, I mean, on one hand, I get it. Cause like, maybe it's a, I don't know. You, you gotta, you gotta be aware of your company policies, but I come from a military perspective. Like all they tell us is about what we can and can't do on the internet. So I'm like pretty like aware of it. Yeah. But, I also can't see like what she did to warrant that. You know what I mean? Like, 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 what negative thing did it bring on Gucci to me? I'm trying to figure out. I feel like people are so ready to like pile on somebody and call somebody stupid that everybody wants to act like she should have saw this coming. But I'm kind of with you on this one, bro. Like, I don't see a place where she would. And first of all. Ain't nobody reading the terms and conditions of shit. So I'm not listening to that. Oh, she should have known or whatever. Like, niggas don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I don't know what my job says. I could do what I feel what you're saying. Like, your shit is different. Like, the military, whatever. But like, you know, like, you working at a department store. I don't care if it is Gucci. Yeah. They handed you a packet this thick, told you sign here, sign here, initial here, initial here. And you just... Shout out, shout out, circle, nigga. I, I was, I got hired, and then niggas told me when we got paid. That's all the information I needed, bro. Because the only thing black people asking at a job interview, bro, how much are you paying me? <laughs> Thanks. Uh, what's the rationale what's, behind it, though? What's what's her rationale? What's their rationale for firing her? They don't say. They say that it's against their policy, so they had to get her ass up out of there. Uh, maybe if it's just a like for consistency type thing, like they don't like social media at all. Maybe if, if it's like that across the board, yeah. Because like to me, that's she damn near made them a commercial. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking before if I was a woman, that would make me want to work at a Gucci store. Yeah, you know, saying like, oh shit, they gonna bless you. You get to dress cute at work. You know, whatever, whatever, whatever. I, just, I don't know. I thought that they would be more positive. You accumulate more shit as you go on. Nah, she damn near through Gucci or Ooh, like, bro. Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was a commercial. Nine million times they said it got views. Nine point four million when the article was written, and you know it's probably been more since then. Yeah. All right, my last thing know. about social media, and this isn't a direct social media. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. She, I think she posted this on her social media. Uh. <laughs> 
Pusha T's wife felt awkward because she didn't look like other rappers' wives. Pusha T's wife kept it real in a recent Instagram post during a Q&A session on her page. Virginia Williams addressed how she felt around about being around other rappers' wives. Williams was asked, was it hard dating a celebrity in the beginning? How do you handle it now? She responded with a picture of her and Pusha T saying, if I'm a Pusha T. I said, push your T. Push your T. Rapper, push your T. <laughs> and ASAP Rocker. <laughs> uh, Pusha T has said, if I'm being honest, initially the only thing hard about it was being okay with being the eyeball in the room, not looking like a rapper girlfriend or wife. I used to feel awkward amongst the women who had the fake bodycon dress, cake face. Oh, fake ass, bodycon dress, and cake face. Uh, but for a while now, I thought I'm way cooler. The statement caught the attention of many readers as a number of social media users took exception to what she said. Um, <laughs> that's why I push your T wife a loser because she could have said I struggle with my personal style and now I've embraced it. That's all she had to say. Push a T wife being misogynistic when the real culprit is her having absolutely no drip whatsoever. This whole push a T wife situation thing is so interesting to watch. Most women are saying she's a loser. Most women are saying most men are saying she's right. My take, she could have worded that better. She's very pretty and seems like a natural beauty. She doesn't look like she wears makeup. My girl push a T white face, ain't nothing wrong. She just said it. She just said it used to make her insecure. And now she feels like she's actual, actually cool. Uh, we act like we're not in those circles uh, of that class. And it makes me annoyed. And there's a whole bunch of other responses. She got, she got backlash. She got some response. But first of all, you always fucked up for thinking social media gives a fuck about you. Yeah. But, no, um, somebody said it on Twitter, you the you the the goal is to not be the main character on Twitter. It's a new main character every day. And the goal is to not Oh, be straight up. But I uh, I feel like she almost stuck the landing perfectly. Like she almost stuck it, but when she got to talking about I'm not like them cake face assholes and it was cake face, bro. If she wouldn't have said cake face, <laughs> that's where they got her, been. That's what I'm saying. Because, like, like it, it's, it's damn near it's damn near commonplace. Not saying it's cool or whatever to, like, joke about uh, when they're getting DDLs. But, like, I think cake face was the thing that did it. I don't know why they didn't brought me to this white woman. You fucking headed, ho. And then I feel like yeah, 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 I get, I get the point they're talking about where she could just embrace herself. Because I feel like that would like damn near anybody. Like you can embrace herself without putting somebody else down. You know. I spelled his name wrong. Who's Virginia Williams? That's how you spell it. Yeah. <coughs> <coughs> they keep taking me. Push your tea like milk of magnesia. No, no, he don't do the milk of magnesia. He got a, his white black as hell. She look kind of like a little, you know, a little off-brand Taraji. I don't need to, uh, Taraji Q Hansen. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Taraji, Taraji Q. Oh, she just regular looking. Like, you can just tell. Like, she just. And I ain't nothing wrong with that. She, yeah, she almost she stuck the landing. Almost she had to get that landing. off, though. Because I do feel what she's saying, like. I feel like, and what's crazy is, I feel like people are so unwilling to hear somebody else's perspective, but in the same breath, they want 
everybody's perspective to be validated. So in the in the same breath, because they're like, she's making these women feel bad about their bodies who have had cosmetic surgery or wear the makeup or do whatever, whatever, and she shouldn't do that. I understand that. Because you like uplifting their unique experience. But what she did before the cake face thing, they would have still came for her. But like what she was doing was talking about her unique experience. She like, yo, like I don't look like these other girls. And I was super insecure about that when I first came around. And the more I've been around it and the more that I, I've like, I don't know, become more comfortable with myself or whatever the fuck it was that brought her to this place. She basically like, Now I feel cool. Like now it's like like even even when she was like, you know, I actually think I'm a lot cooler now. You know what I'm saying? Like I think she could have kept that and it still would have been like you said, she still would have stuck the landing. It was cake face. Yeah. Yeah, she tried to do one more flip, bro. She she should have just she should have just landed smoothly. She tried, nigga, I can do a whole nother backflip. <laughs> I can do a whole nother backflip. <laughs> and they all her like a fucking uh, villain from a Batman movie like does illicit BBLs in a New York basement. (laughs) (laughs) Batman uh, Batman arresting all the behind the back alley uh, BBL surgeon. Oh, bro. Listen. Bro, Batman versus Dr. Miami? That comic would be crazy. Batman versus Dr. Miami, bro. No, Batman and Dr. Miami team up. (laughs) In an unlikely duo against the back alley BBL surgeon. We gotta clean up the streets. Yeah, yeah. Batman has fucking Bruce get together with some special technologists. They get like a ray gun that pulls the silicone out of these bitches' booty. If your shit ain't official, girls walking up to Batman. He he trying to be smooth with it when he when he when he Bruce Wayne talking about uh uh, baby, let me feel that thing and see if it's real. She's like, Oh, oh it's nah, real. Is... You're like, Oh, for oh, real. Hit it with the gun. All of a sudden, she's like, Starts acting like you send them through an MRI machine and they got screws in their leg. Like, Ow! <laughs> I, I already got the sequel for you, too, bro. All that silicone is gonna, like, uh, it's gonna, uh, what is it? Anthropomorphized, bro. They're gonna turn into silicone monsters. So it's, XBBL silicone booty juice monsters. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> hey, bro, look. No, bro, we gotta be the Ninja Turtles. Gotta come out the motherfucking sewer with fat asses. Talking about it's something in the water. Cowabunga! What you say? Cowabunga! <laughs> Yeah, bro, we got two more she things. She could have stuck that one. She could have stuck that one a little bit better. Here, bro. Two segments that I always try and find something for. First one. All right. <laughs> Share 76 ends romance with Alexander A.E. Edwards, 36, after Singer's family expressed concern. 
Did you know that Cher was dating a 36-year-old? Mm, honestly. You no, know, uh, Cher was 76. I, I could see it. I could have ballparked it. Let, let's look up Cher's net worth before I ask you this question. Because, I mean, we're not going to act like it's uh, not a factor. Oh, uh, shit. I didn't think about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, buddy. Uh, he finna, never mind. Let me not say that. Cher is worth $360 million. Huh? I don't even I don't know not one share song. Would you hit share? Uh you young, you single right now, bro. She's share is single right now. Share pull up to a comedy club in Omaha, Nebraska. She like, damn. I got some high quality meat, bro. Like I ain't gonna lie. She gotta give me like the Franklin Saint money. I need seventy three M. Let me tell you how messy this shit got, bro. Share and AE have ended their relationship following an exclusive report that the singer's sons weren't on board with their whirlwind romance. The breakup news made headlines on Monday afternoon, with sources confirming the two recently called it quits. <clears throat> Cher was first linked to the record executive in November. Engagement rumors began swirling when the Grammy winner sported a sparkling diamond on Christmas Day. The If I Could Turn Back Time singer was still wearing the stunning bling that was gifted to AE last month. Gifted by AE last month. Uh, rap, uh, RadarOnline.com I'm thinking rap radar, my black ass. Radar like <laughs> first learned that there was trouble in paradise at the end of February after insiders spilled that Cher's sons, Chaz, 54, and Elijah, 46, disapproved of their lightning fast romance. Yeah, you got me fucked up. You got me fucked up. You, I'm older than you, and you with my mama? Hell no. We, bro, my little brother older than you. Yeah, fuck no, bro. Ten hell. years older than you. Yeah. Oh, nah, you got you. But I mean, like at the at the end of the day, I'll say shit like that. But at the end of the day, like my mama is my mama. I might not be cool. I doubt she would do some shit like that. But like at the end of the day, knowing how our dynamic is, I'm not really gonna get to say shit or have a say in what goes on. No, that's why I put this under white people do this. Because as I read the story more, I was like, only some white people could really have this impact. Niggas our mamas would not be hearing us on this. Since so yeah. the outlet reported, the boys were concerned their mom was moving too fast with her much younger boy toy. But insiders say Cher was so invested with her future with AE that she was willing to cut Chaz and Elijah out of her $360 million will, a move that only angered her boys even more. Cher is mad at them and she's ready to cut them out of her life completely, the shorts claimed months ago. She's been hell-bent on marrying this guy and is speaking to her lawyers about adjusting her will to make him her sole beneficiary. He is piping some shit, bro. Oh, listen. What he is doing. He is, he is paving a new path. <laughs> Cher been around for 76 years and he got her talking about uh, oh, 76. Nah, bro. Been around seventy six years old, bro. He about to knock her fucking kids out of the wheel. You know he had her in that bed talking about. Oh my god! Wow! Oh my god! Is that that African dude video? Yeah, the bald head dude. 
Nah, bro, this nigga out here, he 34, right? But he eating some pussy that was like from the, the 50s, right? Bro, the 50s. He eating Jim Crow pussy, bro. That's crazy. Damn. All I'm going to say is that Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. would be proud. Oh, God, he would. Malcolm oh, wouldn't have been so proud. But Martin. <laughs> young Malcolm would. Young Malcolm. I mean, I see. Young Malcolm would have been proud. <laughs> oh, me. Before you went to jail and shit. You know, Paul Islam get niggas like me. <laughs> they be wild. Bro. Chaz, Chaz allegedly feared his mother's boyfriend was a gold digger and after her massive estate. You don't say. I ain't going to lie, bro. If you dating a woman with $360 million, that's one of the reasons. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. I could give you 360 million reasons why I'm never going to leave you. <laughs> it ain't even got to be that many, bro. You know, I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to lie. I ain't never been rich. So it ain't even got to take 365 million and I'm still not leaving you. <laughs> this, is a, this is a really good career path for him, too, because she don't pass. Knock on wood, not too far in the future. He tried to pull an Anna Nicole. Yeah, she did hit that mean ass. She died though, didn't she? Not because of that, but yeah. Yeah, Karma. but she got the money. She was strung she out. Ain't, yeah, she ain't nobody got it now. Uh, uh somebody got it. <laughs> yeah, you know how that be. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Sarah's feud with her kids reportedly came to a head over the holidays when she accused them of being more interested in her money than her happiness. An insider said, "Share doesn't believe her son should be counting her cash. If their primary focus is that, they can kiss the entire pile goodbye." <laughs> Despite the reported tension, A acted like all was well with Sharon's kids when photographers caught up with him last month. While the record executive who shares a child with Amber Rose was talkative about his relationship with the singing icon, he glossed over questions about their rumored nuptials. Sources later shared the duo had postponed all wedding talk. They was talking about that Gucci girl fumbled the bag. That nigga fumbled the bag. Postpone. I mean, he, he you know, it's, it's still hope out there for the young one. Hey, bro, he might pull it off. I'm still believe. I'm still. I'm still reserving hope for my man too because we ain't never gonna get reparations no other way. Mm-hmm. Getting three hundred sixty-five million off a seventy-six-year-old white woman. This is the best <laughs> thing we gonna get. This is the closest is coming. Oh, sign a petition though. Is it? <laughs> is you- it one of us? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Get your money, man. Get your no, 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 no. Yeah, 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 bro. He young. I mean, he got pink hair. He black with pink hair. He probably paint his nails and shit, but he's still a nigga. Still nigga. He's still part of that. Uh, what's it? 12 percent. Uh, twenty four percent. Whatever they said. I think no, nigga, no. I think they said thirty. I think they said thirty seven percent. It was something wild. They were crazy. One time. My bad. We got to do better. <laughs> got to do better, baby. <laughs> is that keys on there? That's keys. That's keys. That's the whole thing is keys. <laughs> this segment is dedicated to to us, bro. You know, I, I had white people do this. I had to come up with a secondary segment because I didn't want to be one-sidedly racist so i have to bring my community into the fun we you gotta do better uh, dedicated to niggas who need to do better 
So what? You brought in the Hispanic community today too. Everybody catch a shot. Everybody racism. get it. <laughs> the Drake system. Isaiah Washington. Do you know who Isaiah Washington is by name? Yeah, he was the guy, the actor, right? He said the yeah. crazy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Isaiah Washington says that the Ku Klux Klan were some of his best teachers in elementary school. Isaiah, actor Isaiah Washington shocked social media in a recent Instagram post where he shared he grew up in Texas around Ku Klux Klan members who were some of the best teachers and neighbors. He revealed that while his mother allowed her children in her home to eat, <coughs> excuse me, he, he revealed that while his mother allowed their children in her home to eat, Washington wasn't allowed to drink from their outside hoes or allowed inside their much smaller homes. He wrote, I had some of the best elementary school teachers and even some neighbors that I knew were clan members back in Texas while growing up. I knew where they stood with me. They also knew where I stood with them. The boundaries were very, very clear. I still played with their kids. I just couldn't drink from their outside water hose or come inside their houses to eat. And their houses were usually much smaller than what I grew up in. My mother never refused to let their kids into her house to eat summer lunch or drink from our vintage JFK water glasses. I can't help but wonder today if their kids are vigorously supporting me as an actor today simply because I showed them love and respect as a true Texan and a true American. Even when their parents and grandparents forbid them to reciprocate love and respect for me publicly, <laughs> publicly to me back then, but I'm infamous now, I wonder. Yeah, he got a really unique perspective. <clears throat> That's one way to put it. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm not surprised. I'm surprised that he knew, like, when I first heard it, I thought it was going to be like, I didn't know that the people that I grew up around were in the KKK till later. He was like, yeah, I knew where they stood and they knew where I stood, which, I mean, I guess could be an argument for, like, not segregation, but, like, separatism, because, I mean, it can work. Bruh, they knew where you stood, nigga. It was across the street away from their damn house. I'm not listen. I'm not about to grow up richer than you broke ass motherfuckers having y'all treat me crazy while we sit up here and feed your kids sandwiches. Hell no. What time was this though? Like, like what time in life? Like where how let's see. Let's see how old Isaiah Washington is. Because I feel I, I sound like it could have been one of those situations where that was like the lesser of whatever evils. Isaiah Washington is 59 years old, so that means that he was born in 1963, so the 70s. <clears throat> Late 60s, early 70s. You playing with Clay? All right, all right, X. Let me let me present this to you differently. <laughs> you live in a neighborhood with some plans, and your son is telling you that his white friends want to come over and eat sandwiches. And he's also telling you, I'm not even allowed to drink out of their water hose. Yeah, that's crazy. You letting yeah, white not, kids eat sandwiches? That's the poll question, too. Yeah, no, I'm not co-signing this behavior by any means. Niggas is wild. I'm just saying, I feel like, like, was it one of those situations where they would have I just assumed it was one of those situations where they were like the, the inaugural black family to move in the neighborhood type shit. And they just kind of like had to, I mean, you don't have to, cause you don't have to live anywhere you don't want to, but 
Yeah. Bro, you don't. No. No. You ain't got to play with them crackers. <laughs> it was a, I feel like. Or even not the one. Oh, right, listen. Huh? I feel like it probably was a status symbol back in the 60s. They was trying to play. She's talking about we had JF Clay glasses. I hope they remember me as a true Texan and true American. Bro, listen. I'm going to have to respectfully tell you. We could play. I wouldn't tell my kids they couldn't play with them. Mm -hmm. Like, you could play with with them. If you can't go in their house, they can't come in your house. Right. Because I'm going to call them crackers. I'm going to just keep it real with you. All right, you can bring them over. But since their parents is burning crosses and shit, just know when they come in, I'm calling them cracker-ass crackers as soon as they walk in the door. And I'm serving them crackers. That's all they eat <laughs> in my house. They come to my house. <laughs> you get saltines when you come around this bitch. I'm going to walk outside. I'm going to meet them little racist babies at the door with a handful of crackers. I'm going to let them eat the crackers, and then I'm going to tell them they can't drink out of my water hose either, and I hope they sit up there and choke the devil on the motherfucking crackers. My, my, yeah, for me, the biggest issue is, like, putting yourself in that position. And I, I know you don't have that much control over it, probably, especially not in the 60s, but, like, yeah. But he's yeah. proud of it as an adult. Yeah, he's talking about, I hope they still remember me. That's crazy. I hope they were. If the first of all, all of all, no, nigga, just no. That's all I got. I got. I ain't got nothing else for Isaiah Washington, bro. I ain't got nothing for no grown ass man who posted the photo. Look, I ain't even gonna pull it up. I'm gonna just show you the picture. Oh my, I'm gonna just literally put it, nigga. Hold on. <laughs> this the Instagram nah, post. Bro. Nah, bro, he's shouting them out like a throwback Thursday. That's crazy. That's not the vibe I got when you read the title. I really thought it was going to be on some, like, guess who was actually in the clan? I didn't know. My teachers were, like, I was like, oh. But, like, nah, we know who the niggas was. And the teachers, my whole thing is it's the giving the clan the shout out, bro. He keeps like, oh, they were some of the best teachers I had, and they were clans members. It's like, it's like it's shout out, throw your hood on. Everybody throw your hood on. But not nigga talking about throw your hood on, nigga. Not throw your hood. Throw your hood on. <laughs> throw your <laughs> Oh man, bro. That's the last thing I got for the podcast today, my nigga, man. We've been on this motherfucker for a good little two hours, man. We've been giving the people plenty of good shit today, man. You got anything before we get out of here today? Man, I ain't got nothing. It's always a pleasure to be on here. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, I always have a good time. That game is fire. That game is fire. I'll be looking for you on TikTok like always. Hopefully, yeah. I can get there and be one of the first niggas to comment now because niggas already be in that bitch by the time I get there. And they just hey. said everything I'm trying to say and shit. I can't even troll you because they doing it. Hey, bro, you know what I'm saying? Troll <laughs> them then. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, we down to anything that juke the algorithm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Oh man, yo, uh, before we get out of here, one last thing. Like I told you, as always, you can always find my shit in the show description. You can go click the link, it'll take you to all the social media. You can subscribe, you get episodes earlier, you get the video, you blah 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 blah. blah. If you want access to the comedy special, the art of joke telling part one, you gotta hit X directly for that motherfucker. If you don't know how to hit X, you can hit me and I'll put you in contact with that nigga. But uh What's your what's your what's your social medias, bro? 
Man, they call me X the joke dealer. You know what I'm saying? I got that. I got that work for you. You know what I'm saying? This is uh uh pure thirty minutes of pure unadulterated dope, nigga. Like you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I got that work. Shout out to the homies that was on the show. Uh, my brother Derek Tuwebi, my my brother Shy, uh, Joel Trinidad, Noe Ramirez. Uh, everybody had anything to do with it. David Terrell Green. Yeah. Already. All right, man. We we'll see y'all next time. We about this thing. Peace. Yeah, double up the respect. Came through the wire, fresh out the fire. My mic check. Leaning and rocking, feel it yourself. It's high tech. Moving pieces all on the board. My nigga trying to see. Billion. Mm. My gift to gab on it. Escape trials and tribulations. Fighting your honor. Shark in the water. Grabbing for paper like I'm Nirvana. Code of honor that I follow. My nigga is worth. Billion. Huh. Homie, fuck your greasy granny them. He been slapping shit so long, they gotta come and Grammy him. He so fly, he walk on stars, solar systems carry him. Bank account status when they bury him. Billion. Uh, make sure you say it two times. Dre, Dre, nigga. Make sure you say it two times. <laughs> Trying to see the salad with the croutons. Laying the foes down like futons for the... Billion. Yeah, man, you not tuning in there. Fuck this shit podcast. And billions 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 and billions.